listening to Can we make bowl cuts the official identifying haircut of pedophiles? Live from New York. No, that's just a porn fire. Space and I sideswiped. You're just trying to get the fucking story on on. <laughs> you can ask me to repeat it on. You just like it asked me. It asked me for permission. It's just like I started telling a story and you just fucking press it. You know I'm not gonna tell it. Go fuck yourself. Try to trying to catch me, bro. It's fucked up. Oh, slick! I thought you didn't notice that. Bro, I get a notification that says, "Are you comfortable with being recorded?" <laughs> <laughs> and it says yes or no. So you don't want to tell the story? No, I will. I don't want to tell this one on live though. Okay, you tell me after the podcast. It's a little bit. It's a little bit much. You tell me after the podcast. Jacob Kuhnman show episode seven, I think. Well, I've I've done a couple JCP checkups, check-ins beforehand. Oh, is that a cigar? Yeah, it's a Monte Cristo. What's the difference between that and like a Cuban or other cigars? Explain that. Compartmentalize it for me. I'm not a cigar expert. However, I do know that these are expensive cigars. Like Monte Cristos are like one of some of the best you can buy. And I think that Cubans are really good too. They're just illegal. I don't know why they're illegal. Because they're from Wait, Cuba, probably. They're elite Monte Cristos? No, Cubans. Oh, Cuban cigars. Because I hear about people getting those all the time, but I've never like I know I never thought that they'd be illegal because I thought there were cigar bars around that you could just go to. And they had they, like mad guys were smoking Cubans. And they were yeah. in stores too. There, it's one of those laws that's not enforced. Because, well, I don't even know if it's still a law, but I know that Cuba was obviously the U.S. and Cuba had a lot of problems during the Cold War. Right. Obviously, and yeah. So we put we we you can't like we can't trade with them legally. Like, and any company that that take get stuff from Cuba is like that's illegal. You're not allowed to sell Cuban products in America. Still no. Wow. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's still the law, but I know that was the law for a very long time. And because of that, Cuban Cuba was known for their cigars, and because they grow tobacco there. Bro, well, that makes sense. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So that's why they were illegal. I'm guessing. I don't know for sure, but that's. I would assume. That sounds about fair enough. I mean, dude, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds no. about right, dude. I feel like you know what? A lot of wars are just mad petty. You know. Yeah. Like, what? Really? Do you have to ban cigars? You yeah, know, well, unless just, they're sending a bad batch over, it's like, what are you really afraid of? Cuban imports, yeah, were were deemed illegal, but it's also like, yeah, I'm sure that's part of it too. I'm sure they were, they might have been a little bit scared that they were going to put something in them. Um, but it's also <laughs> the catch slacking with the cigars. It would no, it was Russian. It was it was there. You know, they were backed by Russia. You know, so if if Russia wanted to try to fuck over America during the Cold War, that might have been a way. That would have been a great way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a Trojan really, horse. Yeah, exactly. But it was never really enforced. I mean, I'm sure it was enforced to certain extents. Like if you got caught for something else, like I'm sure they would have added that. But I don't think anyone was busting you for having Cuban cigars. Yeah, no, not really. Yeah. And even now, because I feel like it's one of those slightly illegal things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not even slightly illegal, because I don't think there's a thing that can be slightly illegal. But for instance, smoking a Cuban cigar, jaywalking. Yeah. You know, jaywalking illegal things that you just do anyways, because yeah. they're fun. I've never yeah, smoked absolutely. a cigar, but I've heard good things. Yeah, I smoked a couple. Uh, these are we're, we're we're I'm having a little reunion this weekend for uh for like uh some of my friends from a long time ago actually some of my longest standing friends are they're coming up to new york we're, we're renting an airbnb 
And so it's like our tradition is we always smoke uh, cigars. So I bought it. So you're actually going to that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you figured out a way to get there. All right. That's sick. That's sick. Well, listen, yeah. without further ado, I don't want to I don't want to keep the listeners waiting anymore. Uh, the Jacob Koopman show. I looked it up. It is episode seven. Officially. I've done a couple check-ins where I myself just sat solo in this basement and did it. But officially, this is episode seven. Guys, welcome to the show. Woo, it's great yeah. to be back. Woo. It's great to be back. Hold on one second. <laughs> All right. I, uh, I wanted to try out a few new effects that I had built into the phone. We got about 21 podcast effects here on my phone that I have rigged up, but uh, we got a, we got a loaded show today. A lot of shit happened yeah. uh, since we last recorded. Absolutely. And we even got a new, uh, what's it called? We, we even got a new conspiracy theory segment courtesy of Nigel. Cause what we're going to do is every single, or I guess every other episode will kind of switch off. So one episode I'll be bringing one in. I'll explain to Nigel and then Nigel will explain it to me the next episode, so forth and so on. Nigel brought one in. He did the research. I'm excited to see what he shows me. Let's start off with, though, with, uh, with Drake Bell. He got arrested. Yeah. How much, how much research did you do on that? Cause I don't know why he got arrested. I just know that he did get arrested. It was, it was endangerment of a, of a minor, but apparently I, I, you know what? Cause endangerment isn't, I don't want to say to, and I don't want to obviously like joke on the situation, but isn't endangerment. Can't that mean a, a large bevy of things? Endangerment is putting someone's life in danger no? or their health in danger. What he got yeah. booked for, what he got booked for was, texting an underage girl sexual messages yeah okay so here we go again bro i'm about to go right, here we go this. again listen and, and you know what it's funny i was looking this up on the car at home i listened to jamari's video on it shout out to him and i was kind of like dude wait this is really it was making me think it's like hey we haven't checked up on uh our old boy uh what's his name fatty uh edp edp we haven't checked e up on our old boy <laughs> eat that pussy that was four four five. We haven't checked up. We haven't checked in on him. I don't know if he made that website. I don't know if he's making videos. I don't know where that kid is. I can't, yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened either. But uh, we we got we got to do a podcast on that too. Maybe a full podcast uh, devoted to uh, giving that man more views, especially because his name, like you said, Nigel. It's funny. <laughs> the video in which we were debating on whether or not he's going to have a career post kid diddling. That's that's the correct. That was term, our yes. best video in terms of views. Yeah, really. And our best video in terms of engagement. A lot of people uh, liked hearing us conject about whether or not a pedophile was going to uh, have his career ended by being a pedophile. Um, EDP is uh, that's that's clickbait right there, man. It works. It, it really is. And especially I, I think I put the, the name of the video was why EDP isn't finished. So, you know, a bunch of people like what they did, like the He's back. God rest his soul. They did the DMX like yeah. what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They clicked on a video, but um, we get we gotta we gotta do a return podcast on that, get some more uh, views, and I'm just also genuinely curious to see where that man went. I want to know. Yeah. I need to know. Yeah, I need um, to know too. But uh, to get to Drake Bell is just like yeah, got, got another one that went to the dark side, man. Another one, another person that went to the dark side. He went over to Mexico. I don't know if you know, he had a bunch of top five Mexican hits. He released a line of Spanish oh, music. And I, he did, was, I did actually hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South of the border, it was really, really popular. Like, really insanely popular. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of it, had, you know, a lot of his popularity probably came from the fact that he's like an American, you know, Nickelodeon, right? I think it was a Nick show. Nickelodeon star, yeah. Yeah, Nickelodeon star. So I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. But I mean, 
Listen, you you either, you either die the hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, bro. Just, Says that just, every single time. It's how it's fish. how it goes, bro. It's how it goes, man. How do we get Drake Bell diddling kids, bro? How how does it come to that, bro? I honestly, I feel as though I could not have seen this coming, and I probably could have told you this was going to happen all at once. Like no, I, not I don't to know. Him. Again, it was another one where I heard it. I was like, you know what? That makes a, an awful lot of sense. You know how he had like the bowl cut, the wild bowl cut when he was on Drake and Josh. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know what, Petition? Can we make bowl cuts the official identifying haircut of pedophiles? No, because EDP does not have a bowl cut. Yeah, but EDP is is also not your typical pedophile archetype. Like, okay, let's break this down. (laughs) He's fat, but that's about it. So what? Okay, but here's I don't hear think the, no, the bowl cut is just no, because then we're gonna say Justin Bieber's from twenty what twenty fifth twenty thirteen Justin Bieber. He was he pissed on someone. That's like two that steps. Mean he's a pedophile. That means he's a freak. Exactly. And what are freaks? No, when I when I think of okay, two steps away not, from pedophiles. Okay, I, I don't think of a bowl cut when I think of a pedophile. I think of like a yeah. Mustache. What's your archetype for a pedophile? Let's break this down and then I'll get into mine. Have you ever seen the movie Her? Yeah. With the with the guy Walking Phoenix's above. character, yeah, yeah, that's my archetype for a pedophile. Mm. Mm. So, like he a suburban like a dad, just anyone with a mustache, any white guy with a mustache and glasses, like pedophile for sure. So, not a guy every, that looks like he'd not be wearing every, white, he, a guy that looks like he'd be wearing white Air Maxes while cutting the lawn. Yes, no, n- New Balance. New balance, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not pedophile. every, not every person with a pe- with a mustache is a pedophile, but every pedophile has a mustache. That's a known fact. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I well, you know what? Let me just break this out because for me, I feel like bowl cuts are a very, very good identifying sign of a pedophile. I, you know what? I'll say the age cutoff range, right? Because what at what age did uh, Justin Bieber stop having a bowl cut? I don't know. That must have. We got to ask a Justin 12, 13, Bieber 14? Something like that? No, nah, I think I think he got rid of the bowl cut in like 2016. I think I his never say never Tory. No, nah, I mean, bro, I don't fucking know, bro. I don't know nothing about Justin. You say you. Say, I'm not gonna lie. You sound like the wild undercover Justin Bieber fan. No, nah, I'll look just it a, up. Just a lucky guess, maybe after his never yeah. say ever tour, which I was I, there for. I remember. I remember though, like he was one of the pioneers of the flip up. Which yeah, we all kind of do. Oh yeah, you know, uh, Justin Bieber haircuts well no okay let's just say this for me i feel like if if you hold on to the bowl cut after a certain age that you need to be automatically put on a registry for being a pedophile hot take yeah i think it's also just like a year thing like bowl cuts are not acceptable today there's no reason you should walk around with a bowl cut you know so it's like kind of like a uh it's it's a good identifying sign because you guess guess what is also not acceptable being a pedophile. Yeah. So well, there you I go. Mean, it, it depends. For me, there's... If you're a YouTuber, it's very acceptable. Apparently. Well, until people figure out about it. It's acceptable to the people doing it because nobody knows about it. For me, it's like there's a cutoff at a certain age. I'll just say around 15, right? Where the bowl cut starts becoming unacceptable. I'm talking about waist-high jeans or khakis that go above the belly button, right? Maybe white new balances while you mow the lawn. That could right. be another big one. Uh, definitely a mustache. I've never seen a sicko with a mustache and a bowl cut at the same time. I, I got to say. That yeah. person needs to be put on Rikers Island. But look at look at 
Drake Bell, I mean, what does he have right now? Does he have the bowl cut right now? Because I know for a while he was rocking the the push-up in the front. He he went to, I think he got a different cut when he went to Mexico. And that's not like me trying to be funny. I legitimately think that's what happened. He went to Mexico and then he tried to rebrand himself as someone completely new. Yeah. I'm, I'm fairly certain he changed his name when he went to Mexico. In all seriousness, I know we were just joking about the identifying signs of a pedophile, but he really tried to rebrand himself when he went down to uh, to Mexico. And a lot of people think that's because he was running from his past because I don't know if you know this, Nigel, he had a lot of abusive relationships. Tons. No, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Abusive relationships with underage girls in the past. Um, oh. So he was, he he was questionable. He was questionable for a while. Yeah, look it up because I don't want to be uh, factually incorrect on air. Uh, I did do a lot of research, but uh, just to double check because obviously my uh, my ADD memory does not serve me well. But yes, he uh, he was he a lot 34. of people. He is 34. Okay. Yeah. He's All 34. right. But I don't think he has the bull cut anymore, but he did for a while. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's well. And Drake Bell X speaks out on his arrest after accusing him of physical abuse. Yeah. Not a good guy at all. Yeah. He's just, I mean, he's another one that just fell from grace, you know, but was, I mean, he was cool for sure on the show, but, and he was also cool afterwards. Like he was a cool guy, but it's like, well, what did we have not. to hold him? What did we have to hold him to a high standard besides Drake and Josh? You know, like, well, uh, yeah, no, a fictional character. I also think someone made the good point. Maybe it was uh, Jamari, the guy that I listened to. A lot of this could probably stem from the fact that he was a child actor. Yeah. Child a lot actor of child actors fucked. get fucked up like yeah. real bad, really, yeah. really badly for sure. Miley, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Uh, well, she's also now she's kind of some of them make it out. Some of them definitely make it out. But Miley, Miley Cyrus is one of the I think the fortunate ones for sure. Talked about Demi Lovato. Yeah, Demi Lovato. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She wasn't quite as young as Miley Cyrus or Drake Bell, though. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. It's just it's sad, man. Well, I don't want to again. I don't want to deflect any of the blame away from Drake Bell because what he did is on him, and I think he's a scumbag for what he did. All jokes aside, obviously, Uh, and I think him moving to Mexico. I, I, you know what? At the time of moving, do are we really going to sit here and say that he knew that he was going to have hit songs down there? Probably not. Probably not. He was. Yeah, he's probably going down there because he was running from his past and then he got lucky somehow, some way. And uh, I, I think he was back down in Cleveland where the girl showed the messages to police and that's where they booked him. I'm pretty sure he's... And then he got off on bail though. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, you also have the guy that played in Home Alone. Whatever, what was his name again? You forget. You, oh, you know, yeah. He never did. He do anything bad? Was he? Yeah, he was on like crack or something for a very long time. Like he was. Well, I mean, up. to other. I mean, obviously, I, this is going to sound messed up again, but Macaulay look, Culkin. Look, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, uh, I don't know how messed up this is going to sound, but I don't put people. Let's just let's let's view this bubble of child actors for a second. Right. I don't view the people that that harm themselves in the same light as I do people that harm others after their, their, whether or not you could trace it back. I think Macaulay Culkin is obviously, he's not a bad dude. He just had personal demons unless he's, he's done something that I haven't heard of or can't think of at the moment from what I know from Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. He was fighting off demons and yeah, he did crack at one point, but it's the same thing as, as someone like Demi Lovato, you know, she went through a lot of turmoil and that's why usually people turn. Yeah. So I don't, but- I don't view those people in the same light. But we're not saying we're not saying that being a child actor makes you a bad person. We're saying that that fucks you up. Macaulay yeah. Culkin was fucked up after being a child actor. Demi Lovato yeah. was fucked up. 
You know what I'm saying? Selena Gomez was all right. Uh, Miranda Cosgrove was a very young child actress too. And she was fine too. She's yeah, she kind of faded off the Usually the ones, think about this, think about it like this. A lot of the ones that are fine, they tend to, to, to kind of just go off the map. And there are exceptions to the rule, obviously. But if you really think about it, there are some that, that really just disappeared. Like Miranda Cosgrove, until the iCarly reboot, when's the last time you heard of her? I heard of her when Lil Pump was trying to slide into her DMs and that was pretty much it. Yeah, no, she she didn't really do much after after like uh, Sam and Cat or whatever that 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 flunked. Uh, but I mean, you also got like people like Victoria Justice. She still makes music, but again, she's not like you know crazy. Yeah, famous yeah. or anything. Um, Demi Lovato uh, maybe else? for a while was falling off until that whole. Unfortunately, again, I'm I'm not saying that this was a, a stunt or anything to become famous or or get her name out there for clout, but until the drug incident that was the first time that i'd heard from her in a while yeah i think they turn to drugs because it's just like at that point it's just like you know they feel like their career is over before it even started you know and their identity is gone maybe that's what it is you know a lot of these girls and these actresses or these actors their entire identity their entire childhood is playing a role on tv and having everyone know you for that role iCarly, yeah. right drake and josh oh by the way the guy that played josh totally normal dude but was also yeah. in uh was also in uh, what's his name David Dobrik's vlogs, and now that's gone to shit. So, you know, yeah, he was also very popular on like Vine and TikTok. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's uh, a, but, he's but a the thing is, he, he's he's still he's embodied as that role though. Like people still know him as that guy. Drake Bell, I think, wanted a serious, you know, career, and you you can't run yeah. away from that. Miranda Cosgrove again, like she didn't go off the deep end, but again, it's just like, what's the only thing she's been doing after her? days at disney or nickelodeon or no i think it was disney was it disney what uh Early? miranda yeah it was, it was disney miranda uh, no that was uh, that was nickelodeon i think nickelodeon yeah. the only thing she's done after iCarly is the iCarly reboot you know what i'm yeah. saying so like it's just like you know that's these child actors what they're known for like macaulay culkin he's known as the guy who played at home alone also to illustrate your point you know macaulay culkin just got married yeah, I heard he's doing really good now, actually. Yeah, he's off yeah. to drugs and everything. Yeah, so that, that's, but again, a, that's, that's awesome. On the other side of the coin, that's the first time I've heard from him you know, for a while. So it goes both ways, man. But uh, no, getting back to, to Drake Bell and what he's done. Um, yeah, as you said, I don't want to use the child actor background as a springboard for why he did what he did. But I think that definitely fucks with people for sure. I think it's, yeah, it's it un, I, I don't think you I, I think it's undefendable. I think you can definitely argue the point that that messed with him. And, and from there it was his own decisions that, that drove him to do the horrible stuff that he did. Um, I don't know if he's still free and walking. I think he got booked. I don't know if he's out on parole. I'm not sure what's going on with that. I think it's a, I think it's as of this recording, it's an ongoing situation, but another one, man, another one where it's, they, you know, something, I guess it's not even YouTubers, man. I guess it's just, Famous people I, in general. I uh, I cut Drake Bell a little slack, more slack than EDP, and I'll explain why. Okay. Um. Obviously, if you diddle kids, you're a bad person in my book, at least. Yeah. Now he didn't diddle him. Between... He sent bad messages. But yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, all right. We'll, we'll we'll put him in the same category as EDP. Um. The reason I hold Drake Bell to a higher to uh, better than EDP is because Drake Bell, for his entire life, his audience was teenage girls you know what i'm saying like those are the even on drake and josh it's like people who are watching that show were teenagers you know what i'm saying or, or preteens, whatever 
tweens. Mm-hmm. You know, you could go on for fucking forever. Uh, EDP's fan base was never made up of teenage girls. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Drake Bell's entire life until, you know, obviously until he started getting older is he, and even, but even when you make music, like even his type of music, I don't know if you listen to his reason stuff, but it is kind of that like heartthrob, teenage heartthrob type of music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like I, I might cut him a little bit of slack in, in, just in the sense is just like the only people that have liked him his whole life are teenage girls. And it's like, obviously what he did was wrong, but it's like, I could see how you could get psychologically fucked up from that and just fall into like a bad, bad habit. EDP though, no excuse. I don't think there were any teenage girls ever watching him ever. Yeah. I gotta be honest, man. I don't think there's an excuse for either. I get what you're saying, but I don't want to use it as an excuse. I want to use it as an unfortunate background behind where he fell from grace. Like it's one thing if, if a bunch of young girls are listening to you and they're impressionable and that's, it is what it is, right? You can't pick your target audience. We're very fortunate in that our target audience is guys and girls. I think it's 18 to 30. So it's people Mm. like us. That's sick to me. That's dope. That means like people can probably, the people that will relate the most to us on mic are the people that are listening to us. That's dope. But you don't always get to to, to pick your, your target demographic. Sometimes it picks you. And if you're fortunate enough, like Logan Paul and Jake Paul, I well actually maybe just Logan Paul, they grow along with you and you don't have to make that stupid kid content when you're, when you're not a kid anymore. Right. Like you can evolve with your audience. Not everyone gets to choose that life. But what I will say is there is something to be said for self-control. And that is something that obviously these guys don't have at all. And you need to understand that. I, I listen, I always think, and I think we said this too on the, on the EDP episode, I think it was called the bad guy episode three, go check it out. Uh, these guys have a sickness for yeah, sure disease. a disease and they can't say no any normal person, any same person like you, you and me both said, if we got a message from like a 13 year old, I, I, no matter what it is, I'm not, I'm not answering it. Yeah. Again, cause what am I going to talk to a 13 year old about? Yeah. A and B I'm not into that. Obviously. Yeah. Like you have to be, I yeah. think you have to have a sickness to be into that. I, I almost don't think that you can just become a child diddler. Uh, that be, might be a hot take. You have to be born a child diddler. You have to. You might have to be born with that sickness. Yeah. I even, think so. Even if an eighteen-year-old came up to me right now, like, yeah, I'd nah. still have trouble. I'd be like, uh, "You're, you are a little bit young." You know, that's what like, I'm saying, bro. Because we're we're gonna be seniors in college. So, yeah, yeah, man. I, I don't think I don't think that people over time. I know we said that maybe the fame did something to people's brains. I, I'll go back on that take. I think it's, I think it's completely just, they have some sort of a sickness that they're, 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 they're given at birth and they can't, not that they can't control it, but they're predetermined to do that type of stuff. You know? Yeah. Doesn't yeah, make no. it any less sick, but I think that might be just what it is. Yeah, no, for, for sure. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs when all your childhood heroes are diddling kids. and uh... Dude, like I remember watching Drake and Josh. Yeah. So, dude, I'll walk into some dorm rooms and they're watching Drake and Josh right no, now. I, I still watch Drake and Josh. Oh, like once. I mean, if I if I have the chance to, I don't flip watch it on. It, if it's it. on, you yeah. watch it. No, it's, it's it still is a fire show. It was also. I'd like to point out, it is. It was a little bit before us too, though. What do you mean in terms of time? It was a little bit before. Just like we were a little bit young when Drake and Josh was like in its prime. They only came out with like three seasons, I think. Hmm. Uh, yeah. It didn't go on that long because Drake and Josh were they, the the actors were just getting old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like 
Oh, I think they, right. they, were, they were playing 13 year olds when they were 17 or 18. You know what I'm saying? And, and at that point it's like a 17 or 18 year old can pass as a 13 year old on television with the right makeup, but a 23 year old can't pass can't, as can't a 16 year old, bro. That's just not going to happen. You know, you're not so. in the same mentality either. Like when you're 18, you're starting to think yeah. about beating cheeks, you know, it's just not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully those cheeks are of age. Um, yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs. Rest in peace to another, another great one. Um, Not even, I mean, can we call him great anymore? Let's just say a past until we knew what he did, that he did yeah. what he did. Great. Yeah, no, it's easy. We got, we got to take him out of there though. I, I, I still will watch Rick and Josh though. It's fire. Yeah, no, still for fire sure. Show, though. I think I, gonna, I like, I Carly was good too. I, I, I'd probably rate iCarly above it, but if you watch Drake and Josh, all you got to do is just not remind yourself about the fact that one of the, the, the actors that played in that show was a child molester now. Yeah. No, but like even like people, someone like Kevin Spacey, who I think is one of, is a really great actor. He's a really great actor. Uh, yeah, for sure. He is. He's a really, really good actor. He was in a lot of stuff too. And I, I think that his best work was in front of him actually. Uh, but then he, it came out that he did a little boys. You know yeah, he's straight so, up. He didn't. He didn't just message. He got straight to it. Yeah, no. I mean, to be fair, it wasn't like young, young boy. Like it was seventeen year old. No, it was young. Was a seventeen year old? It was young. They would, he would like go to shoots, and it would be like people's kids that were on the shoot. And he was that it? Because I, I heard that he was in like a relationship with like a seventeen year old kid. Probably was, but I I, I also yeah. heard a story about him diddling a kid on a shoot, and the kid grew up and was traumatized. Yeah, no, he he's he's fucked in the Kevin Spacey's yeah. fucked in the head. Doesn't make him not a great actor. Also, on a tangent, Kevin Spacey's mm-hmm. making a comeback in Italy. I think I told you about that. Actually. Yeah, yeah, the Italians. They're like, you diddle yeah. kids? Who cares? Like, Welcome, hey, hey. Yeah, over there in Italy, they don't give a fuck about most of stuff. Kevin like Spacey, yay. Yeah, well, I mean, again, like it doesn't make him not a great actor. If he can get work, then like, you know, whatever, go for it. But it's also just like in Italy, like age of consent isn't really like a big thing you know drinking That's age true. isn't really a thing you know i was like you can be like 15 16 drinking italy so i gotta say the italians are much more loose with sex in general yeah well, europe yeah yeah europeans are much more loose i was talking yeah. to this italian girl and she said like yeah me and my friends will just have sex sometimes <laughs> what's this yo i'm not yo nigel i'm not kidding i'm we'll not even playing fuck. she goes well we'll have three ways just off the rip sometimes It'll be like you and me, you know, before you, before you start with her like, female yo, friends, what's up with her female friends. She said she did it. I'm not going to name names. No, yeah, but, yeah, uh, of course, of course, of course. I think it's been girl, girl, guy, 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 girl, all that different stuff. <laughs> and it's just every, like, everyone's no big age. And, and, and they're of age, of course. But uh, she, yeah, she just told me it was, it's no big deal. It'd be like us being like, Hey, you want to record a podcast? That's how they have sex over there. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, no. Just, so it's just no big like deal. That. It's no just big deal. Like, over hey, you here. want to record a podcast? It's it, um, it, it's comparable to that over in uh, over in Europe. I don't know what I would I, what I would prefer. I, I almost like that it means something over here in America. You know? Does it mean too much though? I, that's something that after I after I beat cheeks for the first time, I think it's. Just, <laughs> So you had to fit that in there one more time, right? I know. <laughs> you just, yeah, you had to get it in. One it's so fun to say. Um, it's a good term for sure. I it really like is. It. Yeah. Uh, what? 
Oh no, I th- I think it's I think it's just woefully not overrated, but I think a lot of people we talked about this too on past yeah. podcasts. Yeah, it's sure. just there's a lot of connotation on it for for no reason. It's not it's not fun. It's just listen. I lost mine when I was twenty, right. and a lot of people are like, you know, if you don't lose it by this time, you're never gonna. Da, 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 da. It's like none of that shit's true. Yeah, not a lot of the stigmas around sex are are actually true. It's like once yeah. you once you do it for the first time, a lot of the the wool gets released you know like you, you, your eyes get uncovered yeah yeah no it's uh it's it's definitely a different vibe i, I do i do like that it mean that I, I think it means more in america you know i'm saying i do understand what you're saying but hot take i think it's just it's not like willy-nilly like it is kind of over there and it's like do you, uh, well in, in italy people would think there's a lot of nudist beaches like or like even just women in italian will walk around topless in Italy, they would walk around topless on the beach, like yeah, which is cool, beach, you know. Which is which is but cool. It's like, to see. It's like but then you get the you... other way around. You get the other yeah. way around where there's like the squirrel in the hammock. The fuck are you talking about? The squirrel in the hammock. Yeah. You never see like the wild tan Italian dude in the speedo on the beach. Oh uh, no, but I'm just I'm just saying, like, even if it's not a nudist beach, like women will just walk around without anything covering their yeah dress. And you know, I, I almost I almost like that it like. In America, it's just like tits are cool to see because you don't see them every day. You know oh, okay, true. So there's appreciation. You know, so, yeah, there's appreciation, like, and I mean part of their body. Right, 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 right. But I mean appreciation in the sense where it's like I guess it's like sublime demand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you're not seeing them yeah. all the time, so it's I I I could I could dig that for sure. Yeah, and I, I think that sure. also I think that also makes people drive it drives a little people you know people a little crazy for sure. Yeah, like EDP. Like EDP or Drake Bell. EDP couldn't see any tits, so he had to go like and fuck around. Yeah, I, listen. Find out. Listen, or you go online, Perfect Subway. Let's talk about Perfect Subway. Jared, shout out. Um, wow. Perfect oh, Segway yeah. to... That's another one. Another guy fell from grace, man. Deep pull. Deep pull. Uh, perfect segue to, to Lana Rhodes. Yeah, Lana Rhodes. Getting married. Shout out to her, bro. When I heard about the news, all I could think about was when she had uh, she has the kid. You know that like the the thumper from Call of Duty that sound effect, like the yeah. Thump. Yeah, that's all. Um, yeah. Twitter had a field day with with her, but then I mean we, we get back to one of the one of the things that started this podcast was uh, who Riley was Reed it? getting married. Riley Reed getting married. Yes, it's that was like, supposed to be on our first episode. Yeah, was it or was it on the second or some? I think one of the. I think thing, we did so, talk about it. So we'd wanted to make this podcast for a while and we were looking for stuff to talk about. We knew that I think we wanted to do pop culture. We weren't yeah. sure what section, but uh, right as we were talking about what we should bring in to talk about on each show, Riley Reed got married. And again, Twitter being the absolute Mad Max wasteland that it is had an absolute field day. Are... It's a receipt. Okay. All right. Just make it sure. Uh, <laughs> Routine balling up a big blunt on the podcast, yo. Just fucking, <laughs> dude. I would, I was like, no way, Nigel's sparking up on the fucking podcast. Just sparking right? up in my room, just like, yeah, man, Lana Rhodes. Thirty more minutes of the podcast, you can't even. I have I was showing like cigars at first and everything too. I kind of want to smell these actually. Go ahead though. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you. yeah, no. Um, yeah. Twitter had a field day with it. We wanted to bring it in and talk about it. It goes back. It's like, is Lana Rhodes gonna? Is she? No, she's retired already. Right, like is, is she retired? Um, I feel like just, she hasn't done a scene in a while. That is a good. Um, it goes back to this. Just the, the question is just like just being like a being a porn star is a job. 
Yeah. Right. Um, there should be a hall that, of fame. Does, does that mean, yeah, actually porn is the num- most number one watched spectator sport in, in America. Um, yeah. Does that mean that just because you're a porn star, you can't live a normal life? And it's like, it's hard. It's a double-edged sword. I think, I think obviously, you know, anyone, if you are in this country, you are entitled to the same inalienable rights. Yep. Uh, that anyone else is. And I think that Lana Rose having a kid is a, is a good thing. I think that uh, that kid's going to get made fun of a lot. Yeah. Tough. School. Him and Riley Reed's kid. Yeah. Well, I don't think Riley Reed's pregnant yet, but. um. No, she's not yet, but. When she is. When she is. Because, you know, I mean, like, I'm not making a porn star joke, but, like, usually when you get married, unless you're infertile, kids follow, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think Lana Rose Child will grow up thinking that, like, again, back to this whole thing, it's like, sex is no big deal, people do porn. And I think Lana Rose is rich as well because of yeah, she, you know, her, her work. So I'm sure she'll go to, like, what special, like, school. She'll probably go to school like, yeah. with, like, you know, president's children and stuff. Well, so she'll probably be all right. Let, let's just, let's talk about this for a second then. So you're Lana Rhodes's kid and you're at school and a kid yeah. comes up and says, where your mom at? You know what I'm saying? Where's your mom? Yeah. At? Right. Your mom did porn. Ha ha ha. You, you know, your mom was getting her back blown out on the internet from like what? 20, let's just say 2016 to 2020, 2021. And then she dated some YouTuber. And now she was on, and then she went on like Dave Portnoy's podcast. Now she's retired a perfect comeback to that would be, yeah, but my mom makes more than this entire school combined. Isn't that, is that a, is that a sufficient comeback for that? Cause I feel like it might be. Yeah. Unless she goes to like a rich people school. Well, I heard, I heard shout out to, uh, listen, we we're taking, we're kind of taking the piss out of Lana Rhodes a little bit, but she, I heard she did buy a Lamborghini cash. And that was like the first woman that the guy had seen come on, not being sexist, but I'm just saying she, she broke it. Like that was the guy at the Lamborghini dealership said, this is the first woman I've come see, or I've seen, come and buy a car all cash. Yeah. So she's, she's rich. I'm sure she's well off for sure. Yeah, no, she, she, she does well. Um, but it's also just like, bro, like think of, uh, Kim Kardashian's kids, Mm. you know what I'm saying? When North and Saint get older, it's like something they're going to have to live with is the fact that they could go on the internet at any time and and see see their their mother having sex. Yeah. You know, and, um, I think it'll be a lot worse for Lana Rhodes kids. I mean, like, think about it. If, if it's a, if it's a, if it's a boy, the kid's going to eventually beat his fucking meat. Yeah. You know He's going to go on Pornhub and it's inescapable. I think, I think even in 10 years, it's not going to be hard to find Lana Rhodes on Pornhub. Like, no, nah, no, nah. she'll you know go down saying? as, she'll go down as one of the greats for sure. I think at yeah. the Pornhub ranking, she's sitting at like, she's definitely easily top 10 she's, right now. She's Pornhub royalty for sure. Yeah. Well, Riley okay. Reed. Petition on this podcast. Petition on this podcast to start a Pornhub Hall of Fame. And all right, so I got, I got. So far, I have like Riley Reed, right? Lisa Ann, Mia Khalifa. <laughs> you, you love Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> do I, have, do I have to, do I have to list more, Nigel? Because I can. Uh, Lana I, Rhodes. I, I think uh, you, you know more than I. I think we should make that an official. We, we should make a Pornhub Hall of Fame, though. Well, the, the cool thing about Pornhub, right, is that I feel like everyone's top 10 is going to have some of the same people, but it's pretty subjective. Uh, but it's also like, I think they do have an award for that, though. Like, what's it called? The Woodies or something? The AVNs. Yeah, something like that. Well, that's for like the best every year. Yeah. That's but like, like the, you could, the Oscars of porn. You, you could, yeah, exactly. But you could probably take just the winner of those. Yeah, I guess so. You could like tally up who has the most wins. I think Riley Reed's got to go down. 
I don't, there's just so many OGs in the game. <laughs> there's a lot of great competition this year for sure. There is, dude. There's there's a there's a uh, wide competition field. And with the induction of OnlyFans, you know, it's only gonna get better. Yeah, dude. You know, like, oh, we're only God. gonna get more porn stars, you know. So. I'm trying to get an OnlyFans model on the show. Yeah, I know you're talking about that. I'm I'm really trying, but uh She's, I think she's going to get back to me either today or tomorrow with a date where she can come on for an interview. So that's going to be a fun one. Stay yeah, tuned for that. Really yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man. Shout out. Listen, shout out to Lana Rhodes. She got her money. Um, I think, you know, it's funny. A lot of people say that she was leeching off of Mike Maldick or whatever his name is, the guy that, that leeches off of Logan Paul. But I feel like he was leeching off of her. Yeah, I, I would assume. Lana Rhodes is probably well off. Lana Rhodes has done but, very well for herself. So all jokes aside, shout out to her for having a kid. What's what's the what's the Arab porn star's name? You mentioned her. Mia Malkova. Mia, Mal- Mia Malkova. No, no, no. Mia Malkova. Um, Mia Khalifa. Mia Malkova is fire. Uh, Mia Malkova Mia, is fire. Yeah, the way she yeah, bends. She's fire. Yeah. She's hella athletic. <laughs> the way she bends, bro. <laughs> Fucking Mia Mia Khalifa though. Mia Khalifa says she was not paid that well. Yeah, she was not. She was not. Uh, apparently, so, yeah. But she, I, she has much. So, like, who knows how much these porn stars are making, bro? I yeah, that's that's an interesting figure. Yeah. How much do these people make? It's I'm sure I'm sure it's 100 percent based off, you know, what what companies hiring them and stuff. Yeah, you got to think like the Brazzers. Like, it's probably like if we're gonna if we're gonna compare these actors to athletes, then we should compare the big production companies to teams. Yeah, you got. No, like, they they are like they're big. You know, Braz is a big player. They they. I was own gonna say a, the Lakers. The Braz are like the Lakers. They're they're not. I I'd say it's more like television studios. Like Disney owns a lot of channels. You know, Brazzers owns a lot of channels. They got like Bang Bros and like Family. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know the other way. Do we careful how you finish that sentence there, Nigel? Yeah, I don't know, bro. Um, no, Steps is supporting is fire, but um. Hey, yo, what the- Nah, it is. It's it's probably Wait, the best. On one second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's probably the best that there is, to be honest. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Thanks for being honest. That's crazy. That's no, wild that you just said that. It is. I, it is. I don't it's even, the best. Listen, we're it's not. I, I'm not. I, I don't want to get too vulnerable on this podcast. I've gotten I think, vulnerable. Before. I think second second in running is stepmom porn for sure. Yo, what is it and with the stepdad porn? Step, what? Like, Wait, yo, just, hold on one just, second. Wait, wait. It's just We're the best the quality. Go back. Go back. What did you just say? The stepsister, step step family stuff is. Like, what was the last the one that you said? I heard something about a dad step in there. Mom, stepdad. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. It's just it's just the best quality that there is. You know what I'm saying? Some, somehow like, Johnny Sins is everyone's stepdad. Johnny Sins is also fire. He he would go down the Hall of Fame. He might actually be the the the, the number one. I think he's got to be the goat of men. Yeah, no, I think he's got to be the goat. Period. You think he's a goat? Period, bro. I can't name any other male porn stars, but the first porn star that comes to my head anytime is Giant Sims. I'm not gonna lie though, I have seen um, and I'm not searching him out. <laughs> I've seen this guy Ricky Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. I don't know who Ricky Johnson is. He's climbing the amateur ranks. Well, I feel I mean, like the best of luck to him for sure. But. I, feel, I feel like natural progression is like Snapchat videos and then like smaller productions. And then you get up to the Brazzers ones. Brazzers is hard. Brazzers is tough for sure. I also think Brazzers is overrated, but that's a little personal bit. preference. A little bit. Yeah. What do I like? I like, uh, what's the one? What's the one I like? Uh, Vixen. 
Vixen's the one I like because they have a like high, nice, uh, high quality productions. Yeah, you can watch. They they definitely shoot with like 4K cameras over there. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, porn, yeah, porn has definitely come come a long way for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, no, it's good. And you know, back to the subject at hand, it's just like you know, Lana Rose is gonna have a kid, and that kid's one day gonna be going through the stuff that we're talking about, and. <sighs> She's no, gonna, she's got it. She's got to like parent lock the computer. There's bro, no, there's way. no, no, but there's no way, bro. It's like, mommy, what do you do for a living? How do you make your money? It's just like, how, how do, how do I have a Lamborghini and I'm 12? Exactly. bro. like eventually that kid's going to start asking questions. If you, if you could successfully, you know, if you homeschooled that kid and the kid had no access to the, to the media at all, bro, because all the kid has to do is search up. It's it, let's, let's say it's a boy just for the sake of yeah. all that. All that kid has to do is search up his own name roads you know what i'm saying and it's it's over bro like how you know i'm sure there's a lot of famous roads out there but i can't even think of another one besides lana roads lana's the most famous lana's the most famous yeah dude you lord help that kid if he makes an instagram right because then he's gonna be like yo you're you're lana roads's kid is that you yeah insane uh, he'll probably he'll probably get He'll probably have to just live with it. He'll probably yeah. be exposed to it at Listen. a very early age and just like be very accepting of it. As and that's, the, that's the only way to go about it, though, you know. As long as he doesn't catch a stray and uh, and and sees his mom while he's you know beating his meat or something, that's. Oh uh, you know uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be fucked if he's watching like a compilation and then like oh. right before right before he's about to bust, it's just like. Because <laughs> by then, though, you have to think. By then, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like vintage. You know, how, like yeah, there's a vintage, vintage section. Yeah. He's gonna be like, let let me see what this is about. Life ruined. Yeah. Life ruined. Yeah, All right, let's you know what? This is a know. sick segment. Let's let's keep it let's keep it moving here. I want to talk about this artist that sells it. He sold an invisible painting for eighteen thousand dollars. I saw Insane. that. That's some, that's some fuck shit. Hilarious. Dude, this is yeah. like I saw someone talking about it. They're like, this is the peak of art being in the eye of the beholder and being subjective. I was like, no, dude, someone just finessed someone else out of 18K because imagine the guy that bought that painting. Imagine how big of a douche that guy was. Yeah, he just bought nothing. He bought nothing because he thought it would be like a statement. He, so yeah. he invited his, like, his friends over at his cocktail party. Well, actually, this is a, a completely, it's the first of its kind. It's a completely uh, invisible painting. Uh, what a douche. Yeah. I, I, I haven't met the guy. And again, maybe I shouldn't make... Uh, assumptions off of someone that I haven't even met, but that guy that bought that invisible painting sounds to me like a complete douche. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you. I gotta. I, I hate to be the guy that always says this, but or like goes this this route with it. But it, a lot of modern art is just used for like money laundering, mm. and uh, it's just it's just gotten to the point now where it's like it's like they don't they're not even trying to hide it anymore. It's just like bro, the, the guy bought air for eighteen thousand dollars um but like also like i'm not a big fan of modern art like I, I, a lot of it's good you know i could see the value in it but like also it's just like and i could see the statement with it too but it's like bro all right so let's say this take a take a beautiful painting from the 1700s uh, an yeah. old warship being tugged out to right. sea. you know yeah. what i'm saying took thousands of hours to paint right and then you got this fucking schmuck over here that's 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 you know uh, gluing coke bottle caps to a to a to a wall and supposed to represent commercialism and it's just like you know i'm biased against modern art just because i don't like modern art but it's like 
it's just it's just it's not even like they're just not even trying to hide it there's not art there to have i thought it was one thing when you'd put an apple on top of a pedestal and and that would be something that was worth 32k at least that i could possibly stomach i thought it was still a stupid buy but if you're buying air for 18k i'm sorry you're stupid you're dumb yeah and you want to impress people way too much yeah and well you got nothing better to do with your money i guess i mean that that literally bro that 18k could have probably fed an entire you know village that's for, that's what i'm saying bro months you know Yo, real talk imagine how small of a dick that guy has that he wants to impress people that much <laughs> that he bought something that's air for 18k yeah I, i'm blessed because i live in manhattan right and I, I do look at art sometimes but i'll go down to the metropolitan museum of art uh, but it's also just like I will. I uh, my mom sometimes takes me to the to the modern museum of art. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out, Miss Petty Fernandez. Yeah, Petty. Thank yeah, you. yeah. She's she's good people for sure. Yeah, and it's just like even some of the stuff there is like I don't see the art in it. You know, I I obviously it isn't that, but like I saw one piece where it was like this guy took apart a gun, a pistol, mm-hmm. and put it on a like it was an actual taken apart pistol, and it was put yeah. on. Thing. Uh, but it was just like the trigger, the trigger and like the barrel. Um, and it was like, it said something about something violence or whatever. And it's like, I could, I could see it, but it's like, also that's not art to me. Like that's like, and I could do that. You know what I'm saying? It's like anything that I can do is an art because I'm not an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like if, 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 if I had a big enough name, if I, if I put this, like, I was just using this to do my nails just now right? while we were recording. If I put this on a fucking canvas, and my, my name was big in the art world, this would go for thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's the problem with art. art. That's the problem with art. modern art. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, it's just like, I guess we ran out of warships and beautiful sunsets to paint. Pretend, no, no, it's, you know what it is? It's pretentious rich people have ruined art. I agree. Pretentious I rich agree. people with small dicks. Yeah. Our art is dead for sure. Art, uh, not, is art, art isn't dead, but it's like, when you, yo, this might've been, a, you know what, real, real talk, this might've been a nail in the coffin. Yeah, this might have been the nail in the coffin. Like, Some dude buying eighteen k of air. Yeah, and I don't want. I don't want to make anyone mad because obviously I think there is worth in modern art. It's just like I am biased against it. I don't like modern art, and it's exactly for reasons like this. Some guy bought uh, the first invisible piece for eighteen thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? And it was also there was a guy a couple of years ago bought this painting for like what um two million dollars or some crazy amount. It was just two blue squares. You know what I'm saying? If I had to get some money cleaned because I got it from like drug, like drug dealing or something like that. Like, yeah, I'd buy some crazy art, you know, like write it off on my taxes. Bro, if if your painting looks like the scene from SpongeBob where they went, they went into that like fifth dimension, you that that shouldn't be worth a lot of money. I'm just going to be real with you. Uh, some abstract stuff is interesting, but again, it's not my forte. You know? I think honestly, I think it's just a line that some people cross. I think there is maybe the line is blurried a little bit, but I, I still think there's a line nonetheless that can yeah. be crossed and it has been crossed with this painting or this, this piece of air, I should say. Yeah. It's yeah. There's it's what would you what, it, like? That's it again is, is I think it was classified as an invisible sculpture, right? Uh, yeah. It's sculpture, painting, whatever. Yeah. So it's just like, what do you even, what do you put in the books? The most hilarious thing to me too, is like they walled off the area. There's a, there's a rail around air. It's a five by five piece of flooring with rails around air. Yeah. Just, just in case someone like touches it and it falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. In your mind, 
in your imagination. I, I can't, yeah. I can't deal with it. Let's move on to the next thing though. Yeah. Cause that's, that's making me mad. I'll, I'll go I, right. Like I, I want to like low key punch whoever bought that in the face. Uh, just, just for the one time we got to talk about uh, Joe Budden. Joe Budden. He's doing a lot of, a lot of backpedaling since his, uh, yeah. his little conflict there. That's apparently laid on me. Yeah. Apparently, you know, now one of the new co-hosts is leaving. If the rumors are to be true. Okay. Um, what else? He came out, he came out on Mano's podcast. He essentially just apologized. He did. He made another apology for the way he treated his ghost that he should not have fired them. Like he did on air. Um, he released a formal statement about Olivia dope. Uh, and he did what Joe Budden does. And the more I listen to Joe Budden, the more I realize that that man is just very good at, at speaking in circles. He's the goat. He's the goat at speaking in circles. He's every time I listen, sure. yeah. Every time I listen to Joe Budden, I get tired physically. Really, I, I get worn out because my, my brain and I might. You know what? I might be a little bit stupid because I like listening to that man speak. It it drains me of energy because I'm trying so hard to understand what he's saying. He's just mastered the art of of talking around things and saying a lot while saying absolutely nothing. And that was exactly what he's done for the, with this apology. He's a good talker for sure. He really is. But there's not yeah. a lot of substance. Like one thing I've realized is there are a lot of, there are people that, that say less and have so much more substance to their words. And there are people that say a lot without a lot of substance to their words. I think I say a lot, but I try to have a lot of substance as well. You're one of those people that says less. You, you take a less amount of time to say more. That's what I've realized. That's a great observation. Um, yeah. I think that's the model. That's what you want to do. But Joe Budden made a career off just bullshitting, bro. Like that's what he, how he makes his money, bro. Like, Re- you know what? Real talk. That's a podcast equivalent. Joe Budden made the podcast equivalent of that dude buying that piece of air for eighteen k. Well, no, I think his podcast is worth more than air. All right, you know what? Someone threw a smoke grenade down in that uh, in that display. That's what Joe Budden sold. Are you saying his whole podcast as a whole, or just that? Well, yeah, episode? okay. You know, because I don't want to say there wasn't anything there. There were good laughs, but I feel as though I was sold, and I feel like the other people as well that listened feel the same way. They were. We were offered a smoke screen. Mm. It wasn't the truth, and it never was. At least what Joe was talking about. Joe. Joe is very. He's very tricky. He's a wordsmith. But he's, you know, you gotta, you really have to master the art of listening to people to tell that Joe Budden is a fraud. Yeah. He's very, yeah, he's, he's so good at, 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 at doing this little, oh, well, whatever do you mean? I, I don't yeah. understand. Nigel, uh, I think the thing with the 18K painting is he talks yeah. in that, in that voice and he just says a whole lot of nothing and it takes a trained ear to listen in. I don't think I have a trained ear because obviously for a while I was listening to that man and I enjoyed this podcast. And even there was a time where I was on his side. So I was yeah. falling for it, but the more I've listened and the more I've learned, it's like, yeah, this guy doesn't say a thing. Yeah. He, you got to have a trained ear though. Yeah, no, I, I could see that for sure. Uh, just another big schmuck move. Now the the question is this this guy who sold the 18k pig painting or the, the 18k sculpture is he is he a genius? Yeah. Is, is Joe Budden a genius? I think. I mean, you could kind of put him in this. You're comparing the two of them. I, like, I guess. I guess in a way, and they're they're both peddling something, right? 
Like they both got people to buy into something that isn't what it actually is. So, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that on the way down, uh, down to it. I mean, the guy that bought it is either really pretentious or really stupid. And the guy that sold it, I mean, people should be going to him for marketing lessons. Yeah. I think the guy who sold it would be the smarter of the two. And the guy who bought it would be the idiot. A hundred percent. And you know what? Uh, I have also, I think Joe Budden is a genius in the sense that what he's done for the podcasting landscape is irrefutable. One, one place that I will give Joe Budden props in is the fact that he is revolutionized the way the podcasts work. Yeah. And he is, he is, yeah, he tried and tested the exclusivity model and he did a, he did a bunch for the landscape, but I mean, he did it off of a lie. Yeah. Simple as that. Plain and simple. He played, he played a character. Yeah. For sure. Big time. You know, so uh, when you when you're when you're looking to entertain, are you selling yourself or you're selling a character? You know, you got to there's a difference between that for sure. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. I think now we're just starting to see that that at least me and I I think I uh, well, clearly not for a while, but I I tend to think of myself now as a good uh, a good. Judge of character, judge of character. Yeah, both. We'll give you both. Um, What'd you say? I said podcaster. Oh, but, no. uh, I, I still got a lot of learning. No, no. <laughs> no, come on. Um, yeah, no, I, I could see that. I think, I think that's a great comparison you make. Um, and I think that, uh, I think that is interesting is that while Joe button simultaneously did a lot of good, it's just like, is, is Joe button really the Joe button that we know? You know what I'm saying? Is that the same guy? If you went and talked to him just like at a bar, you talking to the same person? It's like probably not. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure I the same. So. I think I, I'm sure the same can be said about a lot of comedians. You know, like I'm sure there are like I'm sure Kevin Hart in real life is kind of like Kevin Hart on stage. But I'm sure there's a lot of comedians that, uh, you know, just like are probably like just like quiet guys. You yeah. Know what I'm saying I think I think, you know, so I mean. I don't want to start naming comedians and like, you know, cause they're probably lesser known, but it's just like, I'm sure there's a lot of comedians. There's a lot of, I know famous people who are like, yeah, I'm not anything like this in real life, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Well, I think like, everyone plays up. I mean, that's entertainment. Everyone yeah. plays up their personalities for me. I I'd say it, it just comes in built in. I'm very, I've always been very fortunate with that. I, I just, I, I even call it like, I, I'll get into podcasting mode sometimes where my voice just like, I'll, I'll start to enunciate and get louder. And my mom's like, you're going into podcast mode again. Or my friend's like, you're going into podcast mode again. So right. the, the person that I am on mic is, is largely my, my own self, but I just become louder and I guess more excited and yeah, more happy and more giddy. That. But uh, some people definitely, I think they tend to put on, so I guess I'm not, entirely myself on mic like i'm a lot more quiet when i'm off but you know if you, if you if you were to go to some of these celebrities i'm sure it's a spectrum is what i'm trying to say yeah you know yeah, like no, there are I some agree. people that play more of an act than others i feel like i'm pretty similar on mic as i am off mic yeah no i i, I, I mean I'm, obviously we know each other off mic and we're really good yeah, buds um yeah and yeah you, you you're not i don't think you play up anything part, any yeah, part of your personality if anything, I'm more excitable off mic than I am on mic. Well, that was, that was, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That was an issue for a while that we were talking about yeah. with us both. Yeah. It was like we bringing energy up. Display more energy. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I could agree, but, uh, 
I mean, regardless of the fact, I think that that's also another story that is going to continue to unfold and we will continue to check back in with him. Yeah. Yeah. You have our word too, that we'll check in on it. We'll check it on Joe Budden, EDP, Joe Budden, EDP, Joe Budden, EDP, Drake Bell. They're all the pioneers of the JCP. Wow. They built our careers. That's what this show is built off deadling kids and, and firing people live on air. I will say though, I mean, Joe Budden was one of the reasons I got into podcasting in the first place. So I can't, I guess I can diss him for being, for selling an illusion, but I can't diss him for, for getting me into my love for the, for the art form and what he did for the art form. So that is one thing I will be fair to Joe on. He's a, uh, he's a great creative, insane, insanely talented, but Mm -hmm. he's just, he's just not the person that he puts out there. Um, Speaking of show business, We'll talk about, I want to talk about the Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight real quick. Cause I looked at the video you sent me uh, and now it's making, it's, it's making the rounds. Now a lot of people yeah. are speculating that, uh, that Logan Paul actually got knocked out and was leaning on Floyd. But after that, we want to get into the, uh, the, the conspiracy theory segment, but right. I gotta be honest, dude, I looked at that video. I still don't think that Logan got knocked out. I think when you have, let me try to explain this in boxing terms. I'm not, this is not me like talking down to you or anything. No, I know. In boxing, when you have a, a large, height discrepancy and a large weight discrepancy. Mind you, I think it was Logan Paul weighed in at like 189.5. And I'm not sure what Floyd was at. He might've been at like 150, something along those lines. So that's a 30 pound weight difference. There was about a seven inch height difference. When a guy like that leans on you, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, your, your gut reaction is going to be to take a step back and hold. Right. So I still, I don't care. And that also goes towards uh, Logan being able to take some, you know, some of the shots that Floyd sent his way. I still think that Logan Paul being the bigger man is, is not the, the smoking gun of this theory, rather the, the undoing of this theory. I think there's not a way that a guy like Floyd Mayweather, I don't care how good you are at boxing. I don't think there's a guy, there's a way that a guy like Floyd Mayweather that is not known for his knockout power was never known for his knockout power can beat up a guy that is significantly taller and significantly heavier than him. I just don't think there's a way that that can happen. I do think that whenever Logan, cause he was tired, he was gassed. I mean, you could see that over the course of the fight, he was sweating. He was moseying around whenever he would gas out, he would lean against Floyd cause he wasn't trying to get tagged out. And I think Floyd was just trying to handle the weight of a guy as big as Logan Paul. On him. I, I legitimately think that's what happened. I know, but you're, you're still talking about this fight. Like it was a, like it was an actual fair fight. It wasn't. I know, but what I'm what I'm trying to say is that like it was acting. Like they, they it was it was. I don't think either one of them went out there with the intentions of winning. I, I mean, it could be. I, I think you're exploring more of the conspiracy theory type. I of, think it is. I think it's 100 percent a conspiracy theory. I think every. I think that's. It's obvious to me, at least. That's what. Where that's what where I where I think the conspiracy theories end or should end is the fact that this fight had no winner, right? Well, technically Floyd, right? Because he, he Techni- more, well, technically Floyd, he if we're going to do, if we're going to do technicalities, yeah, Floyd won that. But the fact that there was not a winner being announced after the fight, I think the extent of, of a conspiracy theory that you could have about this fight was most likely that both those guys went in there. They said, Hey, we're just going to kind of, you know, it's something called like light sparring or medium sparring. Right. Take 25% off your shots. They agreed upon it. We're not going to knock each other out. We're just going to get around the ring. You know, I'm going to hug you a bunch. 
I'm going to tire out and, and you're going to hit me with some, some decent shots. Logan got, I mean, do you really think that Logan can land some decent shots on Floyd Mayweather? If it wasn't, a, if, if it wasn't a rub in some senses of the word, there was yeah, no way that Lloyd I mean, was, I'm not Lloyd. Um, Logan was supposed to land anything. So I think what, what they did was they said, Hey, I'm going to exchange some blows. You're going to exchange some blows. Nobody's going to get knocked out. We're going to go all eight. We're going to walk out of here with our money. I, I don't think that, Floyd at any point had any intention of, of knocking Logan out and vice versa. Um, yeah. And I think they just, they just did it for the money. A hundred percent. I think they threw the fight that we can agree on. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're on the same page. I think everyone's on the same page. I think that's, it's just so obvious. And they, they put, I think they put money down that no one was going to get knocked out. Well, the, you're, but you're saying that Logan at one point got knocked out and you said Floyd was trying to hold, hold him up. Correct. That I, I did see that. That's what it looked like to me from the video. We can actually put that video on screen and, and post. Um, yeah. And that would make sense because Floyd Mayweather's just like, Holy shit. I have $2 million on the fact that no one's going to get knocked out. And this motherfucker just fell on me. Also, I'd like to say that Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather got paid a hundred million dollars for that fight. That's pretty crazy. You know how many how much money Michael Jordan made for 15 seasons in the NBA? Wasn't it like 90 mil? 90 mil. Crazy. Floyd Mayweather made more money in one night than Michael Jordan made over the course of his entire career just from the NBA. I think the real question should we, we should be asking is why does Floyd Mayweather keep having to come out of retirement and fight? Is he a, is he bad with money? Is it just that he can't hold on to money? Is he, he keeps spending it once he gets it? Like why does he keep no, bro. to come out of retirement That's- and and sell the sport? He 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 loves he loves money and that was easy money, bro. It was one night, and he and him and him and Logan Paul already they already uh, agreed that they weren't going to actually try to hurt each other. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. It just seems like but he's just like why why not go out and make another one hundred million dollars? That's that's an insane amount of money. I just think Floyd should be better with his uh, with holding on to his money if he is bad at holding on with his money, bro. Even if he's even if he's the best at holding on to its money, it's just like say he already he only had five hundred million dollars. Now he has six. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, at that point it'd be like me fighting you for twenty bucks. It's like why would I? If he has that type of money already, why would I go out it's, and? It's a hundred million dollars. You know what Floyd said? He said no amount of money can compromise my health. Can be offered to me to compromise my health. Something along those exactly. Lines. There you go. Because he wasn't compromising his health. They already had an agreement. They weren't going to actually try to hurt each other. I don't know, rigged. man. I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. Um, I just hope Floyd stays retired, and I hope he, uh, if he's not good with his money, I hope he he uh, he tightens up with his spending for sure. Even 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 in in the post interview, Floyd was just like, he's just like, yeah, I did it for the money, like. It's like, yeah. bro, like he, he wouldn't have went out of it if he thought he was going to get the shit knocked out of him. Like, obviously. Let's also, in the same way that there was such that, that height difference and that weight difference, that, uh, that offers its own challenges. So yeah. that wasn't, I still don't think that was a, a completely easy fight for Floyd. I don't care how good your head movement is, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, it, was, it was a very interesting event. Not something that I would watch twice. Uh, not something I would certainly uh, pay for, but it is what it is. It's 2021. I think it was, uh, I just think it was a bogus fight yeah. all around completely. Um, I, I, I do appreciate that you are trying to break it down like it was real. And I think, I think that there's a, obviously, I think that there's a chance that it's real. I think that you could be right. But in my opinion, complete bogus fight. Rigged, yeah. Wasn't a, a real thing about it. 
Um, should have been just WWE at that point, in my opinion. Yeah, man. I think for today, uh, we, we can end it off. Though. It kind of flew by. I, I didn't think it was going to be that long. I guess it is 830 now. Jeez. Yeah, we were talking a lot of bullshit. So um, we, yeah, we were rambling for a while there, for we sure. We were rambling for a while. Uh, but without further ado, not to keep you guys listening for too long, I've been your host, Jacob Kuberman. Thank you so much for listening. Join along with my talented co-host, obviously. Nigel Petty Fernandez. I just went like that, as if you're that way that way on the on the zoom screen and uh we'll see you guys in the next episode peace all right peace